Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to a very, very special Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I am, of course, your host, Dean Young, in studio with my producer, my right-hand man, Vince Tedesco. Vinny Tedesco. What the hell are we just listening to? Okay, Vince, that song, <laughs> okay. the song Dizzy, was the number one song this week, 50 years ago, in uh-huh. 1969. And for our listeners, this week is a very special week for Inside Jokes. It marks what will be the 50th birthday, this coming Wednesday, of our very own late great, the one and only cruiser, Sandra Carusi. So we got, let me hear it, everybody. We got a full studio. Woo! <laughs> Full of Sandra Cruces. We got some friends. We've got some family. Maybe a couple enemies. I don't know. Did she have some? If she did, they're here. The of course she did. She, you know, frenemies. <laughs> that's that's how the cruiser was. But we got some radio people in here. We got Vince. a packed house. We've in got studio. some comedians that have done the show with us over the years and who worked with Sandra. Uh, and of course. A, Guest of honor, I would say. Sandra's very own sister, Palma Carusi, in studio joining us. Give it right? up for Palma. Yeah. Thank you, We're putting Dean. her in the hot seat today. Uh, this is great. We have friends and family from across the industry. So we've got kinda, booze, which we've is helping me take the off right now. We've got booze. We have, uh, what do we have here, Vince? we got some... Uh, we got some Prosecco, some mimosas. i got some margaritas pouring... We have like a little party happening in We the got studio. some cannolis. So what we're going to do today, mm. listeners, uh, tonight we're going to... So we are celebrating Sandra's 50th birthday and, of course, just the legacy of this show because yep. Cruiser created this, this show. This coming Wednesday, March 13th. This coming Wednesday. 50th. Uh, we've been on the air over three years now because of the Cruiser, created this show, launched this whole thing, brought all these weirdos into the studio every week. Yep. Uh, pulls us off the street every Tuesday anyways. The, <laughs> the rest of the time is pretty close. So we're going to swap some Sandra Carusi stories today. Yes. Completely uncensored. <laughs> We're going we're gonna to try. Our, our technical producer is going to have his hands full. There's going to be a lot of stuff. So we have, I don't know, I think I'm, we're just going to kick it off with a roundtable, whoever has some stuff. We have, who do we have on mic right now? We have, of course, Palma Carusi. Palma! With us. We're going we're gonna to pull as much stories out of you as we can tonight, Palma. I'll do the early years. You'll do the early oh, years. Oh, yes. Let's Sandra, talk about the early years. years of Sandra. So I do want to ask, <clears throat> Sandra, you know, we talked about on the show, and I used to talk about this with her, and of course, when we were doing sort of tribute shows after, after her passing and all that stuff, we talked about how Sandra was notoriously this sort of force of nature you know that will walk into a room and just take the room by the throat and just own that room i think we all know that in this room right now how early on could you tell what was what was little girl sandra like oh pretty much at toddler for sure she owned it she owned it and she was already strategizing how to get the attention and how to get everybody (laughs) focused on something and um, I, I was thinking about when I when I was driving down here, and I was thinking about one particular story when. Um, so Sandra's Sandra was eight years younger than me. Yeah. And so when I was sixteen, when you know you want to go out 16, and yeah. do stuff like that, <laughs> she was eight. So I was more in charge of babysitting than going out with my friends. So one summer night, my girlfriend said, "Come on, you know we want to go into the city." And we grew up in Mississauga, so everything of any kind of action was in Toronto. So she was playing with my other little cousin, Joe, who was the same age. And I said, okay, look, we're just going to go out for a little bit. You guys just keep playing. They were, so they were eight. And I said, you're going to be fine. Just play in the backyard or whatever. My parents went out to some event. And um, I came home and I just had a bad feeling. I said to my friends, you got to take me home. 10, 30, 11 o'clock. She had my parents already home. She oh, phoned yeah. them. Oh, she no. had everything all orchestrated. The, uh, the other cousin's parents already home. And she was just pointing at everyone in the room. Okay, so they left at such and such. This is eight years old. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, yeah, she was running the show yeah. at a very young age. But she was a snitch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
She was a snitch. Oh, right. how so? So we have Elvira <laughs> What Are you on. surprised? Are you surprised, Elvira, at, at uh, her uh, communication skills? You want to call her a, sk- a snitch, but she was yeah. a communicator yeah, extraordinaire. Yeah, she was a communicator. She did not know how to keep secrets. That is, I no, can no, yeah. no. She was CNN. Yeah. So she would always, she would always start every sentence with, "Listen, I'm not supposed to tell you." But. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Does that sound yeah. familiar? <laughs> I would. I always had a habit of. Sandra was kind of like my go-to of if I had something weird going on in life or something, you know, I would just sort of like talk to her through it. Right. Or so I would text her this stuff and she'd be like, it's, it's everything's going to be fine. And then like two days later, I'd come in to do the show. She'd be like, we could talk about that on the air, right? <laughs> that so, wasn't just for us we could bring it up on the show I'm like, hey, nobody in my family listens to this it's so, fine Sandra was uh, gold for somebody who spent the majority of their radio career in news because yeah. you know she was like our snitch all joking aside yeah, fact finder and she was our fact finder yeah that's it that's it she was our source and um, and in typical form journalists would usually take people out to drink yeah. because that's when people liked to talk more and uh, but we didn't actually have to take Sandra we did anyway but we actually didn't have to take Sandra out to drink because she was more than willing to openly uh, tell us what she knew that's true yeah. oh even in the family if I was talking to my brothers I go please don't tell CNN um, yeah. <laughs> well that's the and everybody in this studio knows sandra for different reasons a lot of you are of course lifelong friends and some of you are relatives but sandra had kind of a few different hats even in radio i mean we know sandra the stand-up comic we know sandra the radio host the host of this show of course and we know sandra the sales rep oh she was like this legendary shark of a sales rep that sort of a lot of people in canada learned from and she mm. had that reputation how different was the sandra behind the scenes to you guys than showbiz sandra was it all cut from the same cloth oh yeah her her business acumen i mean i don't know if any of you know this but she took at u of t she took urban planning which is yes. so far removed from exactly. anything of her outcome sandra was an urban planner yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. and she and she I mean, had very very um yeah. high grades and she was very academic she was a planner academically wow. inclined <laughs> yeah. but i have to tell you her business acumen dwarfs like anybody in the family. She just got concepts. She could see opportunities very early on. She was a trailblazer before things were actually big. And she knew. She knew when something was going to score and going to go large. Palma's right. She was very, very smart, and she could tell us all how to make money. She yeah. told us a ton of stuff. Like she, she was literally social media. That's yeah. yeah she would just she walk around with an idea media. and make it happen. Uh, we're gonna get Kay. some more friends, yeah, break, break. comics, friends, and family of Sandra Carusi right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio, six forty, Toronto. What is going on? This is Christian and Kevin from Soul Decision Comedy Duo. And you're listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. That's it right there. The Sandra Carusi theme song, Girl on Fire. Thanks to our own Vince Tedesco. Uh, tonight, if you're just tuning into Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, we're celebrating the 50th birthday of our own cruiser, Sandra Carusi, who started this very show, and an entire block of Sunday Night Radio right here on this station. And we have friends and family of the cruiser in studio. We've got some comics. We've got some radio people. On the mic right now, we got Frank Sperone. How's it going? Maybe the most, I think you've done this show more than anybody. Yeah, I think so. Years. You're just the go-to. You're like Peter Anthony. You just circumnavigate, and if there's food in the studio, you come on I in. Yeah, I just, as long as there's food, I'm here. <laughs> you and saw drinks, the cannolis thanks. today. I said cannolis, like, right? come on. 
We're swapping uh, Sandra Carusi stories because uh, this, of course, this coming Wednesday will be Sandra's 50th birthday. So mm-hmm. that's a big milestone for, for the friends and family in the studio. And, of course, for this show, for Inside Jokes. Uh, so we're going to get into the nitty-gritty of some true Sandra stories. We also got Clayton Peters in studio on the mic with us. Hi, everybody. Right? The one and only. Yeah. We do. You know what? Normally, we just fake it. But this week, we do actually have a studio it's audience. Studio We've studio got audience. a full house in here. Studio. We've got cannoli. we got booze. we got the whole thing's catered. We're all just... Don't hold back any Sandra Gruzzi stories. And, of course, we have Elvira in the studio with us. Muffalini. because we got two Elviras, so we have to <laughs> make sure they know which one. You must have some good... I think over, yeah, unpublished got Sandra Carusi stories. <laughs> She's got it all that can go on the air because you, like a lot of us here, we knew Sandra because I mean, some of us knew her, you know. I can't. Her sister's off in the mic. studio, and I just can't. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> and right behind you too. Yeah, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> you got to be careful. But I mean, a lot of us in the studio knew Sandra because you know professionally. I mean, Clayton, of course, working through Sandra for, I did. through comedy and everything. But you know, you had a backstage pass to <laughs> to Sandra Carusi. I got to see, because of her her energy and the fact that she could get into any club in the city and she knew every club owner and every promoter, we got to see stuff that most humans didn't get to see. And she'd say, yeah. just don't say anything. And I'd look at her like, you don't want me to say anything? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we got to do a lot of pretty freaky things and I, I'm sure I'm not allowed to say any of it. Oh, you totally are this week. You absolutely are. No. That was what, that was what no. she had, though. She was one of those people who just like, knew everybody right she knew everybody in radio she knew everybody in comedy she knew everybody in this city for whatever reason yeah that song's perfect girl on fire and if you were her enemy man did she roast you (laughs) did she roast you i I said it before i'm glad i i was her friend because i'd hate to be her enemy like honestly like she was just she fought for her friend she loved her friend so that's the passion she has she ever uh did you ever piss her off in a text no. And you just would leave your phone Are on you the counter me? and come I... back every hour and just watch how much your phone was blowing up. I was afraid to text her. No. <laughs> yeah. No, we got along great. Sandra was great. And, and you know, she helped me with a lot of things. I think I helped her and she helped me. And, and she very giving, you. very giving person, honestly. Well, like, that's the thing. Because, I mean, Sandra, of course, like she always did have her own, you know, she had her own ambitions in comedy, especially in the last sure. years. She wanted yeah. to be a stand-up. She wanted to go out and MC and all that stuff. But the reason why she started this show and then this whole Sunday night block of shows on 640 Toronto is because she wanted to just give other people that platform. For sure. So it was always like 90% of the work was always her trying to create this stuff for other people and give everybody else a stage and give everybody else a home. And then if there was time at the end, then she would try and get a little yeah. piece of work herself, you know? We'd all benefit from it, you know? Like, she did so much work, and we got so much out of it. And that's why I still remember the day when, uh, I mean, uh, I think we we met at another charity. There there she is again going through her things, and she's helping someone else out, the little boy, Alessandro. And we're talking, and she wanted me to come on the show, and and, and, uh, and me and my buddy Angela Tsarukas had a show, and she's like, you know, I'd... Frank, you know, if there's room, I'm, I can't exactly remember how she asked me, but I remember her saying how much it would mean to her to jump on our stage yeah. in front of, and and I, I, it was just she's done so much, but I could just feel how much it meant to her. I, I absolutely like I wanted to do that for her, you know, and and then we were just friends ever since, you know, like it, it, we. It, it, Sandra, Kendrick. once once she opens the door inside her heart there to let you in, like yeah. it's really you're in. And, yeah, it's and, like yeah. W- once you're in her circle oh, and her camp, it, it's like yeah. okay, things are just you're going fa- to happen. And and that's the thing I felt like, and I I don't maybe know her as much as some of her great friends that are here. 
and I want to hear more stories. No, yeah, no, yeah. Not um, for me. She'd say it if it like she'd say it about you. No, I'm just kidding. But, oh, I know what she would say. But, she actually said it to my face. That, that, that's the thing about her. So. Oh, that was right? was great. She right? didn't talk about you behind your back. Oh, she, she did some, that too. But well, a little bit. She did tell you, in but front she of told your you face. first. Yeah, yeah. She you told were you first. Yeah. Well, yeah. I want to pick Clayton Peters' side of this, the business mm-hmm. side of the brain, because it's true. I mean, I was I worked with Sandra for years. I was a copywriter for 12 years before we started doing this show, and I always wanted to get out of the writer's room and be on the air, right? And it was the most frustrating thing in life. How'd I end up being on the air finally? It was because Sandra just doesn't take no for an answer. Right. Mm-hmm. That was it. All right. of a sudden, years later, we came right. back together and I find myself on the air. I'm like, it was that easy this whole time. I've been ripping my hair out thinking of quitting radio. And it's like, no, just Sandra makes stuff happen. That's all. What was great about her was she was abroad. Yeah. She was a real broad. And yeah. I, I personally, I love broads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that's, I thought you meant that, she traveled a lot. Well, <laughs> she'd been abroad. I don't yeah. know if she'd been abroad, but she was abroad. And that's what that was one of the great things about her was that she was just this broad. And she'd call it like she'd see it. She'd yeah. say it like it yeah. is. That's you always true. knew where you stood with her. Mm-hmm. Right? And, um, and I think that's one of the reasons she was so successful, too. She didn't demur to anybody. She was always out there. Yeah. And that's who she was. And it's like, take it or leave it. This is me. Well, and, and I think, uh, you know, and, great. and you certainly know better than a lot of us in studio right now, Clayton, sort of what the comedy world is like, the landscape of, the, you know, the politics behind everything. It's oh, brutal. You know, and for Sandra Carusi, there was no politics. Mm-hmm. It was just yes or no. That's it. Here's what I'm offering. Here's what I'm asking for. Are we doing this or not? She didn't play the political game or of anything. She didn't sort of, you know, bend the knee to anyone. It was just. No, no, it's not an option. And, and the fact that she created this uh, programming and this entire Sunday night slot yeah. is, is a testament to her, her talent. And, um, and she, just, she just went for it. And that was the great thing about her. And there's, you know, the tough thing for comics is, you know, it's, it's a very insecure kind of profession, really. Yeah. You're up there, you're alone, uh, you and a microphone and an audience. And, uh, and it can make you somewhat insecure, but you never got that sense from her that she was anything but, hey, I'm just plowing ahead and I'm doing my own thing. That's right. And she that's was a, great. That's the thing. We've been we're going into our fourth season now on the air and this building doesn't even know we're here. <laughs> she just kind of like found our way into here. We're just still here somehow. All because of Sandra Carusi. We're gonna come back with more cruiser stories right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, this is Courtney Gilmore and you are listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. That was like a weather girl. <laughs> You just got a job. (laughs) Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We're celebrating 50 years of the cruiser. I got my man Vince here with me. Happy birthday, cruiser. Vince Tedesco. (laughs) Vincenzo. If you're just tuning in now, shame on you. We're already into the show. Uh, Of course, this upcoming Wednesday night would be the 50th birthday of our own, the legendary. I'm going to call her let. She really is. Wednesday. Truly was. Sandra Carusi. Creator of this show, creator of this entire Sunday Night Block of Mm -hmm. radio on uh, 640 Toronto, including one of our own hosts, Pina Crispo, in studio with us on The Parenting Show. Pina, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. We have friends and family of Sandra Cruz in studio. We have comics. We have radio people. We have random people who came in off the street because they heard there was cannoli. <laughs> Everybody's welcome today. I like. We also have a friend of the show, Dave Merhaj, in studio with us, who I've never in my life seen Dave this nervous. Because he's like just surrounded by random Italian people <laughs> telling family memories. And he's like, why am I here? With pe- white people give me Prosecco. This is what it was like for me, Dave, for the first three years of this show was just I would be in the corner and it would just be 12 Italian people. I'm Lebanese, I'm Lebanese bro. Right? So now it's, <laughs> now it's your turn. 
that's what it's like. But of course, you did the show many times with us yeah. over the years. Uh, you got to know and work with Sandra. Um, and of course, we have Claudia in studio with us again. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Hey, You've hey. been on the air with us before. Uh, yep. So we're swapping Sandra stories. And by the way, we found out during the commercial break that uh, Sandra was born in the year of the cock. So suitable. <laughs> right? 1969. 1969. Uh, and actually, Paul McCarusi, her sister, told us during the break that Sandra was the first person that you ever heard the term cock block from. I've never heard that before. That makes sense, that Sandra would be the first one. Uh, right? Uh, Pina, of course, so Sandra brought you to the to this station. Yes. Helped Sandra you and I go the way back. Show. So what was that? Like, give us a bit of, of course, our listeners kind of cross back and forth between parenting show, dating relationship show. Sandra spearheaded and created all of these. How did that start with you? Like, what was your relationship with Sandra? Okay, so I know Sandra back in radio sales days. Yeah. So I yeah. ran marketing and promo here at The Edge upstairs, and she was a sales rep. And so we always worked together and collaborated and put together great promos for her clients. And uh, and there was a period of time that I was out of radio, and uh, but we still kept in touch. She would come. I teach part-time at Humber, the radio students there. So she would come, yeah. and she would talk to them. And then one day, like Sandra, she's like, I have this amazing idea. So I've got inside jokes, right, P? And I'm like, yeah, you do. She's like, I want to do one on parenting and I want you to host it and it's going to be amazing. So let's do it. And it was just like that. And I was like, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. All right, let's do it. And star is born. (laughs) Vince. And then that was it. Like it was that easy, that simple. And we just started working together and we just celebrated, um, our two-year anniversary on the that's parenting right. show yeah. last week. Yeah, that's right. See? All because of Sandra. The legacy continues. Well, that's the crazy thing about, right? like, even when Sandra started this show, when she started Inside Jokes, you know, we kind of, I, I worked with her, same thing. I was a copywriter. She was in sales, and we worked together on a lot of stuff, and I would kind of go off, work somewhere else, do my own thing, and we'd every once in a while, we'd pop back up. She'd be putting on a show and book me on it or something like that to come and do stand-up. But Sandra called me up and said, I'm doing this thing. Come back. And I had just started... I just left my day job to go and freelance and stuff. And in my mind at the time, I was thinking like, people try to get on the air in Toronto from all across (laughs) Canada. Like one job opening (laughs) opens up and people from like armpit Saskatchewan are are trying to like, everybody in the country is trying for this one little nugget of work in this. And Sandra just phones me up. She's like, well, yeah, but I have a show now, like out of thin air. (laughs) And then like every week it was like we'd come into studio and she's like, yeah, there's going to be another show launching now. There's going to be another show. You know, and all these people that I knew from before are just in studio all of a sudden doing these shows. And it all starts off with Sandra, like a text, a call, an email saying, I have a great idea. And you know that when Sandra would say that, it was just like, okay, well, she's not uh, bullshitting us. No. This is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) No, but it's true. I mean, that was just, I never understood. I mean- when you get to know Sandra Caruso, you understand how these things happen, but nobody else could really do that. It was just like these things that people would spend their entire careers trying to make happen for themselves. She would just walk into a room, I know, it's like tell done. somebody at a desk, by the way, we're doing this now, goodbye, and it would just happen. And no That's one it. could say no you couldn't to say Sandra. No. You couldn't say no to Sandra. You couldn't no. at all. We have Dave Mahaj in studio with us. Dave, I, listen, you've been in stand-up for a long time. That's why you ended up on this show all the time. I'm sure you've met all kinds of bookers, yeah. agents, probably some frightening, weird people. Yeah. For you, what was your impression the first time? Because I know Sandra kind of in the comedy world, people had this this idea of like, who the hell is this lady? Where did she come from? Because she was a radio person that jumped into comedy and was all of a sudden making stuff happen. For you, what was it like? Had you met somebody like that before? Well, like in, sometimes in radio, if, uh, if you're not like famous or well-known, sometimes the radio person doesn't take you serious. Yeah, true. And you could tell. 
Yeah. They don't even know what city you're from. They don't even ask questions. Like, it's yeah. very, very, like, you know, it sucks. You're just yeah, sitting yeah, yeah. there like, this guy, this person doesn't care. They didn't even come and check me into the building, uh, that kind of vibe. But when I, with her, it was like, you, she didn't, it was just like, treated you. She kind of. Yeah, like, uh, the same just you wanted to talk to you and get to know you and that was dope because then as a performer you're like okay i feel like not you feel special but you feel okay i'm doing this proper she cares about the art form that's she, true it, like it doesn't matter what level but then i saw her the funny thing is i saw her in montreal i was kind of turning up too much so i was like drinking during the day smoking too much <laughs> hey, yeah i don't know why uh but i was on a somewhere in montreal in like one of those crevices by like I don't even think the store was even there anymore. It was boarded up. I look like a crackhead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was lighting up a joint, but it was like two in the afternoon. I looked sketchy. I was there, like, yeah. I think I had shorts on, and yeah. then she walked by, and it was just, I was like, oh, man, this is embarrassing. Like, I just turned around. And like, you know when you light and you turn around and your eyes get wide? Yeah, yeah. Like, she caught me in that moment, and she was just hella cool. She was just, I think she made fun of it, but it was just like, you know, most people would judge, but she was like laughing about it and brought it up again. I remember time. that to her, but she was like, oh, wow, Dave Merhaj. Because to her, that's a good point. Like, to Sandra, every Canadian comic was like a celebrity because she wanted to try and be a part of building that. So And, and nothing frustrated her more in this studio was when you would get comics in here and trying to get them to talk on the air and just, you know, brag about yeah. themselves and talk themselves up was like trying to just squeeze water from a stone, right? Sandra hated that. She wanted comics to come in here, kick the doors open and be like, I am the best. I am great at what I do. She wanted to kind of build that star system for people. Uh, I'm going to come back with more of that. We'll be right back with more Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey. This is David Andrew Brandt, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on 640. We're talking Canadian showbiz. We are talking the life and legacy of the one and only Sandra Cruzy. The cruiser turns 50 this Wednesday. We are celebrating her right here on Inside Jokes. Global News Radio 640 Toronto, the home that she gave Canadian comics, the home that she gave so many radio people over the years. We, of course, coming back with Pina Crispo from our own The Parenting Show, our producer Vince Tedesco. What up? We uh, got Dave Merhaj, and we were talking about a run-in with, can we call it a run-in in Montreal? Okay, so Dave was a little high, whatever, but last last year, <laughs> last year at JFL, Dave gave one of the most heartfelt speeches in a nice little tribute video yeah. that I did for Sandra. And um, he was just thankful because Sandra just gave a home for, like, if you had something to plug, if you had a show, if you were at a crappy bar doing stand-up on a Wednesday night, yeah. come in. Get, we'll give you 15 minutes of airtime. Plug what you need to plug. That was Sandra. She was always good at that. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, even even like bar shows and stuff, I mean, we did a bunch together over the years. It's like you would go and do some show in a pub or something that Toronto comics yeah. do every night of the week for maybe a beer ticket. Sandra yeah. would go and talk to these guys and be like, "Hey, I got the I got seven hundred bucks from them. Is that enough?" And it's like, "What? People have been trying to do this their entire life, and it just doesn't happen." You know, she's made this stuff happen. Um, but yeah, Dave, that is a good point, Vince. Like Dave Mirage, a bunch of these comics, you kind of went there as a representative of the show last year mm-hmm. to just for laughs in Montreal, and all these people, what Sandra meant to them. Yeah, because at the time she was on, you know, she wasn't feeling the best uh, a year ago, and I wanted to kind of. Get some friends of the show together, and Dave, amongst many others, kind of gave their time, and we kind of did a little video for her. But uh, it's nice we can all get back together and reminisce about stuff like that. And I'll never forget that JFL trip that Vince took. Yeah. You were supposed to take it with Sandra. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> she she called me she called me up and she's like not feeling well at all. Yeah. But I'm telling you guys like up until the very end, she was like hardcore. And she's like, so P, I think I'm gonna go to Montreal with Vince. And I'm like, where are you going? <laughs> well, and that's <laughs> the know? thing. But she was so like, okay, but no, this is part of my life. And, no. and this gave me purpose and it made her happy. And I think that that was like so amazing to see. And so great to know that she had this outlet and she had this amazing community and support from like not only her radio family, but like her comedy family. Well, yeah, just the community. for me. I was in the happiest place on earth. <laughs> tickets for two? No, just the one. No one the cares about you, Vince. Yeah, no yeah. one cares about you. Get but I mean, that's how that's how Sandra functioned and thrived too. It was like she always she always had to have a goal and a plan that she could focus. Like even coming to the studio. There was a lot of weeks where we saw her in the studio where she was, you know, not doing the best. But as soon as this mic would come on. Oh, that's it. it and as over. soon as the guests Hello, were in the seats, baby. it was Hello, like Hello, nothing baby. else <laughs> was happening in the world. You know, it was just for that hour. She was just this bolt of lightning again everything else just kind of went on pause you know we would do the parenting show some weeks with her on the phone from home yeah yeah yeah. yeah. and then jennifer valentine and i who is my co-host now there would be times where we're like where the hell does sandra go and then she'd come back she's like sorry i was just throwing up but i'm back now yeah (laughs) but she was that amazing didn't she do a show with you frank like a few like three weeks yeah. Out? Out. Right towards the end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. she was. Which we're there at the end of every month. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nice plug. <laughs> <laughs> but it just goes Last to show. Last Tuesday of the month. Yeah. How amazing. Hey, but along with the parenting show, after us, Dean, what comes next? We have the dating and relationship show. We have Claudia here representing that. Another well, show. Claudia, Laura is away, but Claudia McCalla yes. is in studio. <laughs> I'm going to represent my good friend, Laura. Yeah, and, that's uh, right. I, You know what? I'm listening to all these stories and I'm just feeling like. I agree with everything. Although I didn't hang out with Sandra on a regular basis, I knew that she was my friend and I was her friend and she totally respected me. She told me I was boring and I thought, and at first I was like taken aback, but then I realized, she says, one day she said to me, she said that to you, she was boring? You're you're so boring. I got to get you, I got to get you out. You got to get on the show. You would be so good. You'd love it and you wouldn't feel so boring anymore. Boring. (laughs) Leave it to Sandra. Yeah, but you know what? I actually wasn't offended because I feel like she, when I when I first met her, I I was she interviewed me. Oh, I mean, I felt like I was being interviewed. She asked yeah. me a thousand questions. She wanted to get to know me and the essence of me. Did and you she, have to get her coffee? Yeah, actually, no. She never asked me to get her Damn coffee. It. <laughs> but she was just an amazing person, and she was a legend and is a legend. And I knew of her before I even met her. And when I did meet her, I was honored. And she would message me every so often. We talked about health stuff. She had so many great ideas. Yeah. And I just always felt honored to be in her presence. And I loved the fact that she was just open and upfront. And I never took offense to it. Well, and, the, and of course, the dating relationship show, that was the most recent one out of these this blog right. of shows that Sandra created. And it was funny. She sort of built this weird little family of like these weird yeah. radio siblings of course Pina Laura myself Vince brought us all together my favorite was always though watching Sandra do like co-host the dating relationship show with Laura right because Laura would like have her script and her pa- piece of paper <laughs> yeah. like it was <laughs> like watching right. a brand new stand-up with like the I've got five <laughs> minutes that I have memorized like a school speech but if I lose float from that like I'm done so Laura would have like her pieces of paper that she's reading out on the air and she's trying to be so serious she's like here's my topic Here's my statistics, and Sandra be in the corner and just be like, "So I banged this guy." Like yeah, she's yeah. like trying to like riff material, 
And Laura's just like, I'm trying to do a show. She's like, no, this is funnier. People are going to want to listen to this yeah, way and, more. And she said to me, uh, you know, I need, I want you to get on the dating and relationship show. And I said, I'm a chiropractor. She's like, I don't know. It's going to work. Just get on there. Stop being boring. And I was like, all yeah. right, let's give it a shot. And then she introduced me to Laura. And I thought that was fantastic. And that was one of her strengths is just networking people and getting people together. No prejudice, no judgment, just all for the greater good of everyone. And I think that's what she did. Like she comics, radio people, whoever. I think Sandra always sort of put that feeling in people of like, no, you're a star right now. As yeah. long as this thing's on, as yeah. long as you're in front of a mic or in front of a camera, doesn't matter what credits you don't have. You are a star right, right now. Like take this moment and just do whatever the hell you want to do with it. Because that's what she did, right? There was never any like slowing her down. There was never anybody could stand up in front of Sandra and go, yeah, but you did stand up 25 years ago and then you quit for 20 years and now you're back. Nobody ever said that to her because she came back as if she had never left. Right. She came back exactly where she had left off and just kept that ball rolling and kept doing all these things that she wanted to do the entire time. And no one had anything to say about that because they were like, how do you stop her? You just just watch her go that was it you know we're gonna come back with more sandra crucy stories right here on inside jokes global news radio 640 toronto hey this is ed the sock you're listening to inside jokes on 640 which means you should really be examining your choices we're talking 50 years of sandra crucy right here on inside jokes global news radio 640 toronto we're popping bottles in the studio cruiser 5.0 yeah. it's a party baby <laughs> right Yay. of course this coming wednesday would be sandra crucy's 50th birthday and listen there's a room full of people in studio tonight uh some people that she put on the air herself comics that she booked people she worked with lifelong friends just a lot of people who are here because Sandra Cruzy not only meant something to them, but also paved a lot of roads for a lot of people in this studio, right, Vincenzo? Yourself and myself included. She found me on a paved road. I was literally crossing the street. <laughs> Why doesn't that surprise <laughs> us? Just cross the Hey, you, what are you doing? Hey, you were just, yeah. You must have been hot meat at the time. <laughs> Listen, she must she have picked thought you up about at an improv class a million years ago, and that was it. Yeah, Sandra and I met at uh, at Second City, Second City Improv. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, like always, stood out in the class, telling the teacher yeah. off. Yeah, teachers trying to you know kind of get control of the room, and Sandra like, shut up, I'm doing what I want, you know, like, no, I know what's funny, and then yeah, we just, I'm like, I I, I want to be scene partners with her. She was like the bad kid in the class, and you know it was like day one. And you also knew you wouldn't have anything to worry about because it would be like she would steer the ship no matter what. Anyways. Oh yeah, we would sit at the back, and this is improv, like it's an improv class. And we'd sit at the back of the class, and we'd wait to go on last. Yeah. And we were scene partners, and we'd plan the whole thing out. Like I'm gonna do this, and you're gonna do this, and we're gonna do this, and it's gonna be hilarious. It's like yeah, yeah, okay, we'll do it. And then yeah. we bombed every time, <laughs> which I mean, didn't matter. In our minds, it was funny. All right, we have Elvira Carias back on mic with us. Of course, longtime radio friend, but also lifelong close personal friend of Sandra. You have, I think, you have a story for us. No, a I, story. well, we shared a lot of moments together, yeah. right? I mean, you had to. So we worked at a <laughs> yeah, at a radio to. station together many, many moons ago. Over twenty, I worked there too for a week. You, you did? Yes, I, I worked don't remember there. you. Yes. Yeah. You must have been in sales. Yeah, because announcers never in saw salespeople. Yeah, I was in sales with her. She tried to convince me. It was oh. an easy gig. Oh, get it. yeah, okay, Sandra. Well, Sandra made everything look easy. It was a lot of hard work. So we shared uh, at this at the time that she was uh, getting married. Yeah, uh, I was pregnant. So we shared a um, uh, a shower together, like a baby shower. It was a combo baby shower and bridal shower. And our former boss, um, who is known in the industry as maybe you know. <laughs> 
doing Thrifty. contra. Yeah, okay. yeah finding yeah. a lot of contra. Elvira, say it, chi. We all chi. know who. Well, chi, yeah. but yeah, contra. Yeah. Um, and um, uh, it was one cake, and there's a photo of it. So, you know, fast forward 25 years, and... Um, I went to see Sandra just before her passing, and she was not well, let's be honest. But she managed, I showed her that photo of us sharing that cake together. I was like nine months pregnant. She was like stunning, as she always has been. Um, and she literally took, you know, I was standing above her bed, and she literally put took me down to her so I can hear her talking, whispering. And she said, look at that f- <laughs> one cake it was probably contra <laughs> and I just stood there in her home and I laughed and I walked away I think there were some I think Vinny you may have been there that day yeah, yeah, that a- and I went in the kitchen and I remember bawling my eyes out because who the hell can find that humor yeah. to the very 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 end and also just Sandra. Yeah. So it was touching, it was funny. It is so typical Sandra. Totally. Very typical totally Sandra. Sandra. Yeah. And also, I mean, and those, you know, the last couple of days that you are talking about, I mean, people mm-hmm. go to the to her house and see yeah. her. And I mean, yeah. you know, we all knew we were gonna she was funny. There's no BSing here. I yeah. mean, we all yeah. knew what was coming, right? Yeah. You yeah. it was very obvious. But Sandra was still one hundred percent Sandra. Oh, you know, and she would drift absolutely. in and out of like these old absolutely. memories and stuff. But then I mean, Vince and I went there and one of the one of the last things she ever said to me, because she always worried about I was like this, like radio little brother to her because I would sure. always text her like I would sure. just dump my life problems absolutely. on her. That's what I did. That's what we all did. Yeah, yes. that's what you could do with Sandra. But one of the last things she ever said to me, she's looking at me and she goes, so are you banging anyone yet? Yeah, she's that like, would be Sandra. Well, like, yeah. are yeah. you going to be alone? But she was her right until that the end. That was it. Yeah. So we had a secret crush on each other. I don't know if anybody knows. It's been like 24 years. And our big joke is that if we ever went... She wasn't a lesbian, by the way. I know. No, she (laughs) wasn't. No, but but it it is in that. It is in that. And it is in that vein um, that if we were to ever decide, you know... We were gonna try. Hook it up. We it would be her and I because she was. It was like a pact. Was, it was a pact, yeah. and I kid you not, I am not kidding. That used to be our inside joke when we would walk by each other and we would say funny things to each other. Got there it. We go. You knew it was what coming somewhere. And that's what she had. Every she everybody had an inside joke. Everybody did with Sandra. Everybody. Yeah, and she true, had an eclectic yeah. amount of uh, friendships. But I had eleven. Yeah, you, uh, <laughs> your and actually, you know, it's funny. She said that if uh, she ever wanted to bang whatever, anybody, it would be you. It, no, it would be my wife. Oh, see what I'm saying? No, I don't think besides so. You, no, besides no, you, besides Yeah, exactly. She was smart, right? She, Let's clarify she that. She knew how to play that. She just didn't say you so that your wife wouldn't get mad. She knew. She'd she ballpark it. Yeah. But you know what? Alvira Muffley, that's a perfect point right yeah. there is that everybody in this room tonight in this studio is all here because we all had different interaction with Sandra. Yeah. We all have a different career story with her. Exactly. We all have a life story. But for it's someone like who knew as connected. many people in this country and in entertainment as Sandra did... Every single one of us each feels like Sandra was just ours. Listen, you know, like we knew her. Can better I tell than you everyone. why? Can I tell you why? Yeah. Because when when you had her time, it was only yeah. your time. Yeah. I, that's the whole Mandarin situation. Like nobody really knew that we were the Mandarin girls. Myself, Nadia, Franca. Um, there were there were friendships. She had friendships. Listen, we could fill a banquet hall we did we can do it today as well yeah. so many people would want to have their say on you know sandra's memories it, how long do you have i mean really yeah um 
Sandra just touched everybody in, in different ways. She just, physically sometimes. Yeah, I was going yeah. <laughs> to say, she actually uh, hammered hashtag me too. Hashtag me too. <laughs> Never mind. Thank God yeah. that she was born in that era yeah, because. Totally. Ooh, be boy. Well, and that's the thing. We're going to come back after the break, but that's the thing is, you know, not to get too philosophical, but as this show goes on, you, we still feel that in studio every week. Yeah. It's like there will always be this imprint of Sandra here. Of course. That's just there forever. Absolutely. You feel it every single time you I step into the studio. I have a feeling she'll walk in any week now. Like, yeah. <laughs> Kicking the door open. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. how I feel. She just kind of Kool-Aided her way into a room every time. We're going to come back with more Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, this is Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway? And you are listening to Inside Jokes, Pants Optional. Now, back to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. What's happening, everybody? Frank Spadone here on Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I kicked Dean out. Oh, I'm, uh, I jumped in as it didn't take much, Dean. I just... <laughs> I've been working out. My inner, my inner Sandra came in. I just one couple of fingers popped. He's off to the side. Anyway, I'm here. We're here celebrating Sandra Carusi's 50th birthday. We all miss her very much. Uh, and look at all the friends that are here. For those of you um, who aren't here in the studio, you're missing a big party. <laughs> Um, chocolate and uh, I, I know I'm. T- we got chocolate. We got booze. Everything that Sandra loved. What else mm-hmm. did Sandra love? I'd love to throw. Bush I'd love she to. She likes men. Sorry, I had to say yeah. Listen, no, I thought you were going to be nice because yeah. of her kids. But they don't understand Bush Oh, oh no, gee, it's going to take a genius. We got, some, to we got it out. a nice box of uh, big wow. cannoli here yes. too. This uh, sounds like a big Carious. Italian wedding here. Uh, stone <laughs> for you out there who don't understand Italian is a big shtick. Uh, I'd like to throw it to someone who has another story, which is something. <laughs> Sandra would say very much left the throw. Um, like, what else can we talk about? I, I, listen, let me tell you something. Uh, Sandra, I kind of met her letter, uh, later. Uh, the, the mimosa's kicking in. Uh, um, Cut off. Clayton said it well earlier, man. Like, she's just fearless, right? Like, being a stand-up comic, and, and, and it's true. It's very insecure. I know my buddy Dave's here. As much as people look at us and say, hey, we're, uh, we're, we're, oh, you're so brave. You do stand up. There's so much insecurity. I mean, Sandra didn't have that. I mean, Sandra, was she like that, like back in the day as well? She just went can full I just, force. Can I just, I know that there is, um, Something that we're not talking about, but okay. we all know it. And I think Vinny talked about it at her at a memorial. Um, Show me the bravery here. Let's hear no, this. No, yeah, Balls I'm going to do it. To the wall. Sandra was not always pleasant. Okay, Whoa. here we go. So neither <laughs> is any Italian. No, I'm go. just saying, okay. we Sorry, loved her Spidon. in spite of all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This right? is like, you get the, there's a package deal. Yeah. yeah. She was mean sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> I was her driver, I know. Every Tuesday. I was her driver for years. Like, she had um, standards. Yes. And uh, she, you needed to meet them. Mm-hmm. And she was just mean. Sometimes See? she could be mean. And, See, and, and, and she was very aggressive. Yep. <laughs> this is great. This is very Sandra. This is what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. like, we're always afraid to say us. things. No, she would want us to no, say. Yes, she <laughs> would. No, she wouldn't. Yes, That's she would. Okay, she, want, she wants us because we love her and yes. admire her and yeah. thought the world of her. But she was not without fault, folks. Show me a um, human that isn't, by the way. Hold on, let me stop. The <laughs> video. How many times did you beat her up as a kid? Come on, Paula. Oh, endless beat ups. Yeah, no problem. But 
let me speak on her behalf because her and I felt the same way about this and we've, we've often shared conversations about it. I'm not unlike that. There's a lot of dichotomies be- between Sandra and I are opposites in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. but where we're the same as that. High standards, high expectations of people. We would get disappointed, but when people yeah, didn't reach yeah. our expectations, yeah. then we would lose it yeah. and, f- and, and mm-hmm. we would fracture that relationship. However, for those people like Elvira Carrier who understood that to get the good, you had to take the bad. Absolutely. Exactly. And the good far outweighed yes, the bad. Absolutely. She, uh, I have to tell you, there was at least 60 people who came up to me at the uh, celebration of life and at the funeral home who said, and they were young people, who said to me, your sister connected me to my first job. Your sister connected mm-hmm. me to my first deal. Yeah. Your sister yeah. connected me to this contractor. Yeah. Your sister connected me to this one. Yep. And so, you know, I have a lot of respect for people who are able to do that. And we, I'm going to throw her in with me, we're not always saying the right thing, but we always do the right thing. And I think, Pama, we actually need yeah. to really, really make it clear. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about Sandra. She was a hard ass. But can we please be honest? Because I have had those relationships or those conversations with her on a private basis many, many, many times throughout our 25 plus year friendship. Um, she was sensitive. Okay, everybody laugh. I know. <laughs> but I know she was. She was sensitive. And people mm-hmm. don't understand that part of that whole community aspect and, and that um, uh, harshness yes the harshness <laughs> is that she wanted to be respected she wanted to be loved God was she ever and I think she misunderstood many many times that people do did and will continue to always always love her always absolutely she impacted yeah, us it's true. absolutely and you know maybe that was like and I, and I could tell with the stand-up comedy uh that was sort of a, it was another outlet for her, and I know the feeling it gave her. That we talked about briefly that last show I did with her, and I could tell she wasn't. Her health was, you know, she wasn't mm-hmm. doing the greatest at the time. But she said to me, "Frank, should I do the show?" And I know as a comic what it does for you. Yes, right. what it does the right. uh, psychologically and, I, and yeah. how good you feel, regardless of how the show goes. I go listen. If you feel you can get there, you get there. And I know you were with her there, Palma. I mean, she just. You can't imagine, Frank, what that did for her. And mm. we're talking about not even um, um, like 15 days before she passed away. My brothers and I looked at each other as she was up there with you. And her voice came back. I mean, mm-hmm. hours before that, she was lying on her couch in her living room and she couldn't even speak. Two hours later, standing up there with you. She was a powerhouse. Yeah. And and I'm so glad that we were all, you, were able to give her that. And now for this week's Comedy Listings. Hello, my name is Dave Merhej. I've been nominated for a Comedy Album of the Year for the Junos, which is happening in London, Ontario, not the UK. Somebody thought it was the UK. So tune in. March 17th is the actual award show night. And if you're in London, we're doing the comedy show on the 15th at London Music Hall. Hi, this is Alicia Carusi. And you're listening to my aunt, Sandra Carusi's Comedy Rx. Thank you, good friend, Alvira Caria. <laughs> Alvira's idea, I've known her for 20 years. Her idea of a girl's night out is soft pants and no bra at the Mandarin. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not even joking, I can't make this up. For 20 years, we've had this girl's night out, we go to the Mandarin, right? Here's the thing, along the 20 years, I got divorced, okay? Yeah, which means I started having sex again. <laughs> So if I had a 
leave the house and get out of my soft pants? What my Malik friends don't understand is that I better have a high probability of getting boned. Okay? And Mandarin ain't gonna cut it. Huge, huge thank you to all the friends, family, and coworkers of Sandra Cruz that joined us in studio tonight, right? Let's hear yeah. Like, we did... I, that is the most people we have ever had jumping on mic in the history of this show. Uh, we did it, but, you know, it's all for one reason. We all loved Sandra Cruzy. We all did it for Cruiser. Everybody in this studio has their own version of Sandra Cruzy, their own memories, their own stories. And not a single week goes by that we come into the studio that we don't feel Sandra Cruzy in here with us. And that is always going to be the legacy of this show. Palma Carusi. I'm sorry, Dean. I do want to add one last thing for all her fans out there, people who still think about Sandra. Please go to GoFundMe slash Sandra's Kids. Yes. And please donate. We're using the money for uh, camps in the summer when, you know, we don't want the kids to be by themselves. And so much is going to be needed for them. I mean, they're only nine and just turned 13, Patrick. So we need some help. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yes. you Do to all our friends kids. for that. And uh, we're, we're going to wrap this show up right with some stand-up for, from the one and only Cruiser. And, of course, Sandra Cruzy, we all love you, we miss you, and happy 50th. Whoa. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Sandra. Happy birthday to you. Shut your pie hole. <laughs> 